Mommy shark do 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 Mommy shark do 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 Mommy shark do 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 Mommy shark Grandpa shark podcast where we explore the uncomfortable watch you while you walk by our car and make fun of us make you feel uncomfortable you just sitting in your car you just sitting in your car yep 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 yeah we're just recording a podcast no yep. big deal what's a podcast if you don't know we're not going to talk oh, like you. a blog sure. <laughs> yes yeah it's like a blog for your ears ear blog <laughs> Get out your Q-tips and check out this year blog. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> yeah. Uh, do we have any updates this week? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I thought there was one, but I, I'm sure it wasn't that big of a I deal. Just, I have to tell you about my dream. Yeah, what's a dream? Jenna had a dream. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite as good as Martin Luther King's, but there still pretty good. Um. Also, I'm sorry if I'm scratching. I have so many mosquito bites. Jesus Christ, it's like you've got the pox. I know, that's what Ashley said. She was like, are you sure it's not chicken pox? No, it's not chicken pox. No, fuck, but Jesus. And these are like fresh, so they're tiny right now, but they're gonna get big. Oh, they're everywhere. No foot buck, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know why I thought you were reading my leg for a second. I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember putting that on there. very concentrated on <laughs> On all of the pox. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, so yeah, my dream. So my mom, dad, sister, and I were in the living room in my parents' place, or like our TV room family area. Mm-hmm. And it was nighttime and there's a fire going, and for whatever reason, it was just assumed or known in the room that my grandmother's spirit might be present. Okay. And my mom is a believer, I'm on the fence post, and my dad and sister are very much like, yeah, no. So my mom kept being like, oh, but like that plant, that leaf on the plant just moved. Like that's your grandma's spirit. And I'm like, okay, no, like that's something that can be bumped by like me sneezing or something. Like that's not fair. So I kept looking. I'm like, we need something with an arm, a tiny arm. And then we can... (laughs) This is Dream Jenna saying this. <laughs> yes. We need something with a tiny arm so that we can tell her to move the arm. And then if she moves the arm, then we'll know that she's here. But we can't tell her to move the leaf because that can just move on its own. Oh, dream logic. <laughs> so then I pulled out the uh, one of those wooden nutcrackers okay. from our mantle above the fireplace. <laughs> And uh, I put that in the center of the room, and I was like, all right, Grandma, if you're here, move the nutcracker arm. (laughs) And it moved, and I was like, oh my god, I believe, I believe. Oh, you had your epiphany in your dream. I had my epiphany, yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is it, my grandma's here. It was very emotional, but then my next thought was like, I have to, like, dream Jenna still, like, 
I have to tell Angie on the podcast that I believe in ghosts now. Oh, I'm in your dreams, too. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> the podcast is still priority to dream. <laughs> Yeah, this amazing thing happened. Podcast. <laughs> I can't just call Angie and tell her. I have to tell her on the podcast. Oh my god. So, so, yeah. Are you a believer now, Dream Jenna? <laughs> not quite. <laughs> I don't think I'm any further ahead. Nutcrackers are not but... a good validation tool. <laughs> no. Not that I've consulted with too many ghost hunters, but I'm pretty sure that's not. We'll have to keep hunting. Yeah. The only trick like that that I know is, like, with the flashlight. Can we talk about that? Probably. You put the flashlight in the room, and then, like, one blink is yes and two blinks is no. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but that's the whole battery heating up thing. Yeah. 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 We talked about that. We must have talked about that. For sure we've talked about it. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. Seriously? No. What the fuck? That sounds like a thing that we would say. It was probably one of those conversations that we had, and we were like, you know what we should do? <laughs> Start a podcast and talk about this kind of stuff. <sighs> I thought it was after Ghost... Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So, yeah. So, today, we are... <laughs> I don't know. I usually have some interjection at every five-second <laughs> yeah, interval, so I'm, I'm just like... trying... I'm practicing quiet today. Oh, you don't have to practice quiet. Why? It's our dynamic. <laughs> Interrupting each other. I don't other want to be the loud dynamic. one. <laughs> we do it to each other. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Uh, <sighs> so, a couple weeks ago while driving, I thought I was, I don't know, having a fit or something because I was seeing spots in my right eye yeah. while driving. It turned out it was a teeny tiny spider crawling from my top oh, eyelashes to fuck. my bottom eyelashes. No way, really? Yeah. Eh, that's... Because I like I rubbed my eye and then it like kind of blinked a few times and it stopped. And then later I felt something tickling on my nose. So I like rubbed my nose and I saw something just really small fall and I was wearing a scarf and then I saw a little tiny spider crawling on my scarf and I was like ah, You laid eggs on my eyelashes Oh no, it's like that old urban legend. You're gonna have a bath and then it's gonna explode out of your eye. I know. All of the eggs. Uh. <laughs> but when covered in mascara it gives you great volume. Well, spider legs. Yeah. Ew. I like how they brand some mascara that way, too. Like, spider web length or whatever. Do they really? Oh, I've never <laughs> yeah. seen that. That's disgusting. It's like, oh, fuck, man. That's weird. I never understood, like, because some kids even say, now we're on a fucking makeup tangent. <laughs> some kids are like, Mom, why are there spiders on your eyelashes? Oh, yeah. And I was just... I'm like, I never fucking thought that. Maybe I just no. wasn't a stupid kid. But <laughs> Watch, my daughter's going to say that and be like, Ma'am, why are these spiders? And I'll be like, you are dead to me. <laughs> okay. Today. What's this show about? We are going to talk about an episode of Black Mirror. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, okay, because when, when you said the name last night, I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just wait until tomorrow. Because I'd send you a snappy and like, if there's one that stands out to you, let me know. And then I got home and was like, no, I know which one I want to do. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Were they video snaps? 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't check the video snaps. That's why. Okay. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Um, so, yeah, we're going to discuss an episode of Black Mirror, specifically uh, White Bear, which is season two, episode two. If you have not seen this episode, stop, stop now. listening. We'll be here when you get back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch it, then come talk to us. Yeah. Um, so it was written by Charlie Brooker and directed by Carl Tibbetts. Um, That's what? the best last name. Tibbetts? Charlie Tibbetts. Does sound like he should be asking for gruel or something. Mr. Tibbetts. <laughs> no, I just feel like he makes, he owns a bakery. Yeah, I can see that. Or Making plain. scones. Scones. So, spoilers. All the spoilers. Um, so White Bear we it kind of opens up to this young girl and she's sitting in a chair in a room sta staring at a tv with weird symbol on it and she's surrounded by pills and she's all groggy and she's like what the hell's going on and she seems to be having some sort of like headaches or something um so she starts exploring she finds this little picture like kind of looks like a school picture of this little girl that she kind of assumes is her daughter she's not too sure she has zero memory so she's walking outside, and eventually she does see people, but they're all holding up their phones and videotaping her. And they're not saying anything. She's kind of like, can someone help me? Hello, can someone help me? I don't know what's going on. I don't remember who I am. And these crowds of people, almost zombie-like, are just following her, filming on their phones. So story plays out, um, and she meets a few people who are supposedly helping her that haven't been hypnotized by this supposed radio tv signal or whatever that's turning these people into media drones um and at the very very end with like 10 minutes to go we get a major pot plot twist and we find out that this is all part of an elaborate setup where she relives the same day over and over again and we find out that she is actually an accomplice to her fiance who tortured and murdered a little girl the girl in the picture, um, and she videotaped the whole thing. We learn that she's been um, convicted, and this is part of her punishment to make her feel scared and helpless, and at one at some points tortured and threatened by death, while all these people are just filming her and not interfering at all. She's forced to watch the video that she made of her fiance torturing and killing this little girl. Um, she's paraded through the streets while people yell at her and throw bloody sponges at her and all sorts of stuff. And basically we see them marking a calendar as if this is like the 27th time she's been through this. And tomorrow they, they set up, they put every single little detail back in the same place so that she plays through this elaborate scenario the same way every single day. Hmm. Um, so it's just very elaborate punishment. And then we get to see basically the same opening scene that we saw again, but we see it from their perspective. So it's um, White Bear, forget what it's called, like Punishment Park or something. <laughs> <laughs> or Justice Park or something like that. <laughs> I like Punishment Park. That sounds... Yep. So... I'll move we over, Critchton. <laughs> so we see people driving through the same way you would 
to go like a theme park. You go and you pay for parking and you buy your tickets and you, they have a little orientation of like, oh, remember this and stay three feet or three meters away from her and, you know, remember to have fun and this is what it's all about. And it, we just see this weird kind of entertainment capitalistic kind of side of it. Um, and we're just left with that. So it's a pretty weird episode. It wasn't my favorite until the very end. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, okay. It's like very obvious that they're talking about media and da, 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 da. Like I get it. But then the end happened and I was like, oh shit. You got me. Yep. Yeah. It got me. So a couple things before we dive into some discussion. Um, I noticed some parallels between her case, Victoria, the main character, and some real murders. Oh. So, because it's based in Britain, I'm wondering if there's a connection to the Moors murders, where the couple, <laughs> kill, they abduct and kill, I think it's five children. Jesus. But they also did videotaping. And this was pretty groundbreaking for them, because in at least in the community that they lived in, it was like very wholesome and this kind of just shook up their world mm -hmm. so i wonder if there was some link to that um as well as part of her main character's defense is that she didn't actually take part in the murder she claimed that there was pressure from her fiance to film and participate which reminded me of west paul and carla paul and carla oh fuck right because carla her whole thing was that she was Innocent, she was under his spell, and he was, yeah. and all that, and she was forced to take pictures and film and all that. And then she had the fucking watch. And then she had the watch. Ugh. Yeah. Um, obviously, like I said, there's parallels between Victoria's crime and her punishment. So the fact that this little girl was so afraid, fearing for her life while she was just videotaped and not understanding why these people weren't helping her. She was made to feel the same way mm -hmm. within her punishment. Yep. Um, I read a few kind of reviews um, from different, different writers, different articles, that sort of thing. And I just kind of wanted to call out a few that I think will help support and tie in nicely to our discussion. Okay. Um, so David Sims writes that... When So David Sims writes that when a crime like this occurs, people create totems of hatred and evil from figures involved in the crime. Alfred Joyner writes that the argument is that the media's notorious criminals must be demonized to appease the public's insatiable appetite to see that justice is served. Um, and he says that society, that there's a strong societal appetite for punishment. Mark Monahan, Monahan, whatever, sounds right to me. Um, <laughs> says that the episode mocked above all our insatiable. There's that word again. Our insatiable, voyeuristic, neo-medieval thirst for supposed real-life pain and humiliation repackaged as entertainment. And Sam Parker writes that the fact that Victoria was a murderer allows them to accept her suffering, but it is the mobile phones that allow them to enjoy it. After all, she's just a character on her screen, on their screens. Mm-hmm. So, reading some of those reviews and watching the episode again myself last night, I had a few questions that I wanted us to discuss. Okay. The first being, so obviously they, at the end of every day, they wipe her memory so that she doesn't remember experiencing things the day before or what she did to begin with. She kind of just has these glimpses of like, I think I've been here before, but I don't know why I remember it. 
So is it fair to even punish someone for something that they don't remember that they did? That's tough. I think it... uh, and I don't want to borrow too much from what these guys have said in their reviews. No, but, no, no, go for it. That's that's kind of it, why I brought it up because I think they articulated <clears throat> some points that I was thinking very well yeah. but couldn't put into words. So yeah, so I think to the to the person, they don't they'll you and I are the same way, and like we need people to learn things. <laughs> yeah. We need you to learn why you're wrong and understand why you're wrong, so you don't do it again. Yeah. If they don't understand that, then how can you? justify punishing somebody but because it affects a larger group of people and everybody can relate to unless you're a psychopath (laughs) everybody can relate to you know the the tragedy that is a tortured or murdered child yeah so to somehow you know balance the scales that person has to suffer if not if they even if they don't understand it then at least society can be like yeah like fuck you 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 got what you deserved, mm-hmm. and we're satisfied that you're suffering. Yeah, but, but at, then, but if, at what point does that? And this bleeds into another question. Like, so, yeah, like at at what point is society worse than the criminal we're trying to punish? Because if they don't even know why they're there or why they're people are mad at them or upset with them or why they're being tortured then what's the point is it is it really an eye for an eye they don't know they have eyes (laughs) (laughs) i don't know you should ask Kamarabi. (laughs) he will know (laughs) oh god i don't know i think it it almost becomes bigger than the person at that point. Go on. Well, I mean, I don't know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's. Are they? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> you start talking. I'm like, oh wait, I have a thing. <laughs> it's okay. Um. Okay. Well, let's look at it this way. Do you agree or disagree with the punishment that was given to Victoria? Uh, I agree, but I'm biased as a mother. That's fine. <laughs> it's, it's your opinion, so you're allowed to be biased. Good. Well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Try and stop me. Yeah. I, I see both sides, but I'm more on the side of no, fuck you. Mm. That poor kid didn't deserve what she got. Yeah. And I mean, it's... If it's, say, society that's wiping her brain... Yeah. Every time she goes in to relive this torture, I mean... uh, I don't know. I don't... I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) All good. Yeah, no, I agree. Torture okay. the child killers. Kill the killers. So... But are they a product of the society that is punishing them? Yeah. Because they're, you know... And it's very true when they mentioned, um, like... If, paraphrasing, like, medieval bloodlust. Yeah. Because it's really what it is. And we 
We love. That's why we have this podcast. I mean, we're perfect examples of this. We love this shit. Exactly, and that's that's what made me like. I was scrolling through the episodes, like, oh, which one do I want to review? And I was like, oh my god, this one, because right away, it took me back to our discussion about the Golden State Killer. Yeah. Because one of the things that I said was like, yeah, and like because the the true crime community is so not tightly knit, but like we're just so specific that yeah. we, it's something that we automatically connect over when we find someone else like us. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it feels like we caught him and like, what a triumph and good for us. Pat everyone on the back. And it's like, why? Yeah. It's, it's the same thing. And you know, one of the other things that stood out for me was like, it reminded me of the way everyone was participating, old school punishment methods of like stoning someone to death. Or like walk, parading them through the street. Yeah, and... or witch hunts, like all that sort of thing. Yep. So we very much veered away from that in modern society where, no, 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 it's, it's the, you know, judicial system that deals yep. with the punishment and whatnot. So with that, how involved should the public be? Because as involved as they are is really just through... Um, being able to sit on a jury or being in that field. Hmm. So. I don't know if torture's good enough for Jesus. It's good enough for these guys. <laughs> if he can come back, then I don't know. What the fuck? Oh, oh, zombie Ted Bundy? <laughs> that sounds terrifying. That bite That's an is... Easter I want. <laughs> can't recover from that Bundy bite. <laughs> oh. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I think it, it... It's challenging because I think it depends on the type of person. And it's almost like... Like the, the criminal... Sorry, when we were looking at society and people wanting to be involved and like, fuck yeah. this guy, let's fucking hang him up. Um... Or girl in this case. Yeah. Um, it, it makes me think of, like, mob mentality. Like, around, mm -hmm. say, like, yeah, we're excited about this new promotion and everybody's got to get on board and it's the best thing ever and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's more centered toward extroverts and I don't want to make, I don't want to be too general in that um, assumption, but I feel like... Certain people want to be more involved than others. You don't necessarily have to be an extrovert or an introvert, but, mm -hmm. like, it just feels like it, it appeals to a certain type of person to be directly involved than it does to stand back and watch. But I think that's the interesting thing about this scenario and, and the commentary on the use of social media and such is that... Mm. No one in this, other than, like, the, the actors, for lack of a better term, in this episode, no one was directly involved in her punishment. They are literally all just watching through their phones. And by not doing anything, they are involved. Mm -hmm. But they're not the ones pushing the button or pulling the trigger, as it were. Yeah, so you're participating even if you're not... Participating. participating yeah yeah so yeah I, I i think that's a big question i mean you see all over social media with any any news case it's like oh they should be doing this and the justice system needs to change and people should be doing this and da 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 da, da. so like how involved should the public 
be in these types of decisions on what to do, what punishment to give or what sentence to serve because we're ultimately relying on a jury and a judge Mm -hmm. to make those decisions for the rest of society. But it's not, yeah, it's not just them, though. I mean, it depends on how the argument's presented and, Mm -hmm. like, the whole proving something beyond reasonable doubt is so problematic. I mean, it makes the most sense, but Mm -hmm. is it the perfect answer? Is there a perfect answer? Yeah. You know? I think, like, I think what makes this sort of scenario so appealing is that it, I think you have two reactions to a situation like this. Like, it's hard to see the logical and and the emotional response at the same time. Yeah. So I think this very much appeals to the emotional response of this isn't right and I don't know what to do about it because nothing, no amount of punishment is going to bring this little girl back. Yeah. And she's in some sort of custody, so she's not going to repeat offend. So what determines kind of what path she goes down versus sitting in jail as opposed to being emotionally, physically tortured. Head bobs. (laughs) I'm rolling it around. (laughs) Rolling the thoughts around? (laughs) Rolling the thoughts around. I think that the fact that it's an entertainment angle that they took Mm. is so not about that person. It's about everybody else. Yeah. It's about making everybody else feel better about this thing that happened. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it almost, she just becomes a sport or a spectacle, and, like, it's almost, it's almost a like they or lose, a symbol. yeah, and they almost lose meaning as to why, or purpose, I guess, as to why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, how long does it have to happen before people start asking, like, why are we doing this again? Yeah. Or if that's even a question, or who's next, and what qualifies the next person to be the next person. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Very... And, and that was another kind of just question investigating part of the episode, is like, is she the only one, and for whatever reason they've they've chosen her as their poster child for justice? Or... Is at the because we see the month of October being crossed through at the end of October, does it change and it's a whole different scenario for someone else who's been selected? Mm. Like, how does that how does that work? Yeah, and you know, to what you said, like it becomes less about the person and more about the people, the other people, and appeasing them and making them feel better. Well, one could argue that ultimately that's more important. This person has committed a crime, they've lost their right to be comforted. Yeah. So, through any means, we're going to make the mass majority of people comfortable and... Yeah, and help cope. Yeah. But it's still... I Again, I go back to our Golden State Killer episode where people were like, Oh yeah, like you could see the evil in his eyes and da-da-da-da-da. And I totally agree with, with some people you... You know, the the big names, right? You look at pictures of them and their mugshots and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, they don't look right. They're done inside. And I can, I can see it. But with some people, Golden State Killer included, I'm like, I don't see it. Like, he did. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Sympathizer. I know, I know. That's what you said last time. <laughs> I. March you through the streets for sympathizing. <laughs> 
not that I support anything that the Golden State Killer has done or that I don't think he shouldn't pay for his crimes in one form or another, but same thing in the comments. People were watching the most recent trial, the live feed or whatever, and being like, we should hang him up and we should just shoot him on spot and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, that just doesn't feel right. And I'm, I'm not sure that I necessarily have the answer of what ideal justice would look like but I'm not sure that anyone does I think that when we go to the extremes it's because we are distanced we talked a couple weeks ago about having that that distance between action and consequence like Mm -hmm. that experiment of electrocuting someone in the next room and how you're willing to go that much further when you're not the one directly pressing the button yeah and I think the commentary and the theme in this episode that came up a lot was just that. And that that button between us and the electric chair is our phones, yeah. basically. So, what, what would your... Like, what would you think that the ideal justice system would look like? Is it prison? Is it if you murder, you die? I don't think there is a perfect system. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, like... <laughs> Washing my hands of this, but there—I really don't think there there is a perfect way. I mean, we might decide in twenty thousand years, <laughs> we might decide in like a few decades that prison isn't the answer, and it's not—it's yeah. not doing the job that it's you know been set up to do. Um, a question that I was thinking about was like, is this torture better or worse than? capital punishment mm-hmm. like because on the on... do we want to keep them alive or is it better to like it, what what's kind of keeping them here is yeah it entertainment it must be entertainment because like we don't care if they live or die if we want to torture them this much and i think somehow somehow i think there would be less freak out over torture like this than death like I think more people would be like oh well that's not right if we're like oh we're just gonna kill them so more people would freak out over torture than than murder no other way around I think I think more people would would justify and rational like rationalize torture yeah in their minds than death because people like to hang on to stuff people like to hang on to stuff but I think death is such a commitment (laughs) not that torture isn't but let's say they find out she's innocent she still gets she's still alive but if we kill her then there's kind of no backpedaling make up your mind jesus (laughs) (laughs) epic backpedaler (laughs) shit or move the rock (laughs) oh my god yeah i feel like once once there you put that mad dog down yeah that's it like then you can kind of start to progress but torture almost like it it's such a living thing mhm because it it keeps repeating until you decide okay like when do we actually yeah and how do you this? how do you decide that like death seems so black and white like i know that there's a lot of factors that go into that decision but it's either we do or we don't. Yeah. Whereas with torture, it's like, okay, well, let's say we do. How 
how much, to what extent, for how long, how many people are involved. <laughs> Physical, mental, or is it psychological? Are you like, yeah. how? What's the method? Just go back a couple 1,500 years. <laughs> yeah. Throw you in the boats. Boats, boats, boats. They had it, they had it right. Because then they'd torture them and then they'd die on their own. And then they was like, okay. <laughs> I'm not dealing with this anymore. <laughs> she suffered enough. Degree of separation. Yeah. It's like, okay, I don't have time for this. <laughs> You're boring. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Sorry, we're getting off topic. No, 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 that's all right. That's, that's how we do. <sighs> yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Like, and it's the idea of what is the ideal quote, ideal thing to do with criminals has been a topic that just, like, goes in circles in my mind a lot. It's one of those, like, while I'm falling asleep, I'm like, what is the right thing? Not necessarily the right thing, like, morally right, but what yeah. is the best thing for all parties involved? Because obviously, number one is you want to remove the threat slash danger, avoid a repeat offense. Yeah. But third... There's still people. Eh. <laughs> There's still people. I feel like it, it. Somewhere in between there, like, com Let's some assume... kind of emotional compensation for the family mm. or the loved ones of that person needs to be considered too, because that's of, of the criminal. I mean, no, 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 of the, the victim. victim. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, what, what will satisfy? them not necessarily mm -hmm. the like the masses the masses but what will satisfy them like what's their pound of flesh i guess yeah hmm and how do you even begin to i don't know you ask the family no <laughs> they fill out a survey <laughs> oh god <laughs> could you imagine if it was just like someone murdered your thing that you care about. Insert thing that you care about. <laughs> <laughs> Insert noun. <laughs> it's like the worst, most darkest Mad Lib ever. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I mean, like, how. Uh, if someone killed. Let's say I had a dog. Someone killed my dog versus someone killed your dog. Yeah our decision on a punishment and we could decide you know person who killed my dog you're gonna face this yeah it's not the same and i don't think it can be because we no. might not care about our dogs the same way i mean i'm partially eating mm -hmm. dogs <laughs> in the scenario of an apocalypse yeah. where you're not but I, I don't know like it so i think that that touches on an important point when deciding on any form of punishment and it's a very fundamental uh, philosophical argument which is what matters more intent versus action yeah. or consequence if you think about car accidents for for an example like let's let's just assume it's not like a drunk driver scenario it's just car accidents happen person dies yeah well obviously the person the other person driving didn't intend to kill them but it was still a result of their action. That's why manslaughter's in there. <laughs> the gray area of murder. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Reading gray bows. <laughs> gray bows. All those gray bows. <laughs>
Intent versus action. There we go. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't uh, expecting that we would come up with like, here's our solution to the judicial system and how people are prosecuted. Everybody should listen to us. Guess what? We are lawyers and judges now. Everyone watches Reading Rainbow before entering court. <laughs> Everyone must sing the song of Reading Rainbow instead of like putting your hand on the Bible. You like put your hand on the butterfly book. I feel like we just became a cult really quickly. <laughs> The Graybow cult. The Graybow cult. <laughs> Graybows. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. And it's different in every country too. That's the other thing. Yeah. Like it's not just what we do in North America is what everybody does everywhere in the world. Yeah. It's it's very different depending on, you know, cultural background and, mm -hmm. and types of systems that are in place. So I I don't know. Depends on how much you value whoever the victim is and yeah. i don't i don't mean to like i say that carefully yeah but like i don't know well everyone everyone has a different um makeup different constitution different coping mechanisms and so on like and a personal loss, experiences too yeah like a loss is still a loss but one person might be able to carry on and return to a more healthy mental state quicker or more effectively than their neighbor. Yeah. So you would think that the punishment that they would hope for for the offender would be different. Yeah. Or more severe, depending. Yeah. I just, ugh, I don't think, I don't think I could ever make that decision. Like Killing even, somebody or not killing somebody? Like, even if it was, you know, my so-and-so was hurt or got murdered or assaulted or whatever, I don't think I could be the one to be like this is what i want to happen to them oh fuck i could <laughs> <laughs> it depends on well i also don't have kids whereas you do i feel like if i had kids i'd be like fuck you all mama yeah. bear is coming out but i don't have that it, yeah they they are very good at turning the logic button off <laughs> <laughs> yeah i believe it like here's your emotional volume <laughs> your logic gain. <laughs> turn your logic gain off Emotional <laughs> volume up to 11. Fucking strap in. Here's parenthood. <laughs> Press the swear pedal. Yeah. <laughs> Something about a solo. <laughs> uh, sympathizer. <laughs> oh, Not man. even on my period or anything. <laughs> well, last time we blamed this it on the PMS. This is how we can track. <laughs> Track my cycles based on how much I empathize with criminals. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and if that makes you uncomfortable, good. Jenna, on a scale of 1 to 10, how badly would you like to hug Ted Bundy? <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> Is that a fair assessment? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just one of many questions. Oh, God. Oh, dear. That's, that's the first <laughs> in a series. <laughs> it's a Ed Gein, Grandpa? <laughs> like... Does he remind you of your grandpa or no? <laughs> oh, God. Which of the following activities would you like to do with, with Jeffrey Dahmer? One, read a book. Two, take photographs. Three, cook. <laughs> I was like, come on, come on, come on, I know it's coming. Uh, Four, buy hardware to consider. <laughs> oh, dear. 
experiment with power tools. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh dear. Oh dear indeed. We are sympathizers. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Damn girl. Yeah. So You're that deep. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I know that was like a lot of big questions that we didn't really not so many answers. But yeah, that's not so okay. many answers. But I think they don't come here for answers. <laughs> Hope they don't. Don't come here for answers. If you haven't learned by, what, 25, 26 episodes that we don't give you answers, yeah, you don't deserve to listen. You find you your own your goddamn answers. answers. Yeah. <laughs> We're just here to guide you. Or misguide you. Misguide. Definitely misguide. Okay. Misguide, confuse. Make you uncomfortable. That is the whole... That's the purpose of our show. Yeah. We Any want you to be like, oh, you, we want you to walk away feeling sick. That's what we want. And then we or want to come at back. Least, and if you don't feel that and you're like on our range of crazy, then you should at least feel inspired to share this information with other people to make them feel sick. That's right. Share We're the fucking sickness. virus. We're spread us around. Down with the sickness. Download the sickness. Oh, good. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, like I said, that, that was like my least favorite episode until the very end. And then I was like, my mind is blown. No. And I found out that that, in reading last night, that that wasn't even the original script. Ah. He added that, the plot twist at the end. Ah. He wrote it in like two days. Damn. Yep. <sighs> so good. All of Black Mirror is just so good. It is. And it's so like, I made the mistake the first time I started watching it of just... Because I was on mat leave, and I was taking care of my kid. I'm like, this is going to be my background show. It cannot be no. a background show. You have to pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. Because I had a similar experience. I'm like, this episode kind of sucks. Like, it's not... I'm like, okay, it's a zombie thing. It's an apocalypse thing. Somebody... Something about cell phones. I'm like, okay, Jenna, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to watch the next one, <laughs> which I think was the crocodile one. It doesn't matter. But then I went back to it, and you're like, no, no, no. And I was like, ah, whatever. So I hummed and hawed, and then went back to it a couple weeks later, and I was like, oh, shit. This, end- <laughs> oh, this no. is very different. <laughs> is this the same episode? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, check it out. If you haven't watched Black Mirror and you're listening to this, then, I mean, you're probably very confused, but I think there is some discussion that relates to everybody. Yeah. Because um, everybody has some kind of experience or knows or has heard about something in the news that's made them be like oh oh no well it goes back to like in kindergarten when you're like timmy hit me so i hit him back like you're very primal simplistic idea of justice starts as soon as you find a sibling or a friend that makes me mad (laughs) because snitches get stitches right (laughs) yeah yeah all right well check us out check out white bear Check out Black Mirror as a whole. Black Mirror, White Bear. Black Mirror, <laughs> White Bear, White Mirror, Black Bear. <laughs> um, don't forget to subscribe. Um, Facebook. That helps us get all kinds of... Facebook. Facebooks. No. No, subscriptions. Like, bring us up the list. Yeah. We want to be on your list, on everybody's list. Jenna's freaking out. <laughs> um, check us out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And send us your shit. Yeah. What do you think of White Bear? Have you seen it? Watch Mm. it. Tell us what you think. Sitting crooked podcast at gmail.com or message us on Facebook or whatever. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. We want to we wanna hear from you because these are, these are big topics that we are in no way eligible or qualified to talk about. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of an ear so, blog. <laughs> so, yeah, we want more people who are either less or more qualified yeah. than we are to join in on the conversation. Yeah, and thank you to those of you who have commented and, and given us nice reviews and everything. Yeah. That's, that's great to see it. We love it and it keeps us... It keeps us going because there's been a couple of days when we're just like, oh, oh man, like, what is, is the meaning listening? of life? And are we just talking to the? Is anybody out there? But we know you are, and we we love you all. So, yeah, that's about as mushy as you'll get for me. Yeah, yeah, good. good.